Hi, and welcome to the Days Gone podcast. I'm Claire Weaver, a screenwriter, author, and Days Gone fan, and this podcast is a place to discuss the game in all its glory, share my opinions, both popular and unpopular, and listen to me fangirl over one of the best games ever made. There will be spoilers ahead, so continue at your own risk. Welcome to The Freak Show. I was recently invited to do a crossover podcast with Daniel from Video Games and Coffee and Rob and Kelvin from Project Tech Gaming. It's a three-part series that drops every Sunday, and it's a free-form discussion between the four of us about podcasting, how we got into it, why we do it, and what we get out of it. That was kind of the inspiration for this episode, but bringing it back, of course, to Days Gone. What I want to talk about tonight is live streaming, how it's done, why it's done, and what people enjoy about it. Of course, for this discussion, I had to bring back my partner in crime, Spornicus Rex. Hello, sir. Hello, ma'am. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I think it's going to be okay. All right. Uh, So, okay, you've been a guest on the show several times in the past. The first time you came on, I was asking you all about your Days Gone tips and tricks videos, which, if people don't know, are insanely helpful. You clearly put a lot of effort into creating these quality videos that are all about helping players improve their strategy and understand the game on like a whole new level. So on behalf of the community, I have to say thank you for creating those. Well, thank you so much uh, just for the acknowledgement there. I mean, honestly, that really is exactly why I do it. Um, I remember my first time playing Days Gone and, you know, the, the early hours of Days Gone can be extremely frustrating. It's the game is designed to make you feel weak and underpowered for the first few hours. And that's intentional so that as you transition into the late game content and the late game character, you really feel that change from being the prey to becoming the predator. And they did such a fantastic fucking job with that. But it's the first few hours is really frustrating. And a lot of people coming in from other games who aren't used to that really, really stiff learning curve at the beginning of the game. It's really frustrating. And I, I, I like for people to play the game in a way where they find things organically and experience the game in their own way. But if you're one of those people that you just need that little push to help you get past that early game learning curve, I got you, fam. I got hours and hours of content to help you out. Um, so it's I, I like to I would hate to see anyone get turned away or get turned off of the game because of that really difficult early game start. Uh, so that's really the main thing there is to make it more accessible for everyone. It's also, it's not just for new players though, because I've played the game several times through and I'm actually just now getting into watching a lot of your videos because now I have the context for how I like to play the game, how the game works, where things are. And then it's like extra details, like the hidden loop locations and also information about like how to unlock the SMP9 and things like that, which I have already unlocked, but I did it on my first playthrough kind of by accident, like not knowing what I was doing to unlock certain weapons or, or get right. like the crafting recipes, things like that. Now I'm, I've played New Game Plus a couple times. I'm looking ahead. I'm about to start my next New Game, just fresh start. And, you know, there's stuff that I don't necessarily know. 
how to, or I wouldn't without your videos, I wouldn't know how to get the SMP9 because I've had it this whole time ever since my first playthrough. Mm, right. Yeah. It's been, it's been enough hours now in the in game that you don't remember exactly what you did or how you got it. Yeah. yeah. And now right. I, I know it's a weapon I like, I know I want to unlock it. So it's like, okay, how do I get that? And what is the best strategy to get it? And you, you have a video on that. You have, like you say, videos on everything. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's a really good point. I, I'm glad you mentioned that, actually, because a lot of my content is geared toward helping new players, people who have just discovered the game and really don't know anything about it. So I do spend a lot of time like explaining basic stuff and leading people to areas where they can find better equipment uh, to help them get started. But one thing that I'm really enjoying about our feedback loop live streams that we're doing on Tuesday nights that's because we're doing it on the highest difficulty and we're doing it with uh, a new game plus playthrough. We have access to all the tools and all the toys and that allows me a forum to show really advanced tactics that I've never really had an opportunity to show uh, because a lot of my stuff again is geared toward new players. Um, so it, and, and it's kind of like, you know, watching the more advanced stuff to help an experienced player get even better is a lot like uh, our buddy Borislav247. Mm. Uh, you know, because even if you're, he does a lot of really good challenge mode videos. And if you're just trying to get started in challenge mode, in Days Gone challenge mode, you're just trying to get started as a beginner. Or if you've already played challenge mode and you want to improve your score and become even more of an expert at it, Borislav 247's videos will help you improve your high score or help a new a new player get started with them. So it's kind of the same thing, you know. Yeah. That's a good point. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so you as you mentioned, we are currently going through Days Gone Survival 2 every Tuesday night. You and I team up, you're on the controls, and uh, and I'm kind of hijacking your stream, providing the commentary. Uh, but I want to go back in time to your first ever live stream playthrough. What was it and why did you decide to do it? <laughs> All right. So it's a funny story here. Uh, my very first live stream was a fucking disaster. <laughs> it was an ad the very first episode that I did was a disaster. Uh, but I'll get into that more here in a second. So what got me, what made me decide to start streaming live playthroughs of Days Gone was I had this idea of showing new players how to get the SMP9 unlocked as early as possible. And because it requires you to go out and kill four hordes, there's no other way to get the, the best version of the SMP9. You must go kill four hordes. And doing that in the first few hours of the game takes some fairly advanced tactics. Uh, so, I knew it was something where I couldn't just make a 30 minute video on it and be like, Hey, here it is, you know, uh, go kill four hordes and you got it. You know, I, in order to lead new players into how you can go kill four hordes and where you can go kill four hordes and the best way to go kill them. I knew it was going to be a more involved process. And I knew that if I just made a two hour long video, nobody's going to watch that shit. You know, nobody's going to sit there and watch a two hour video just so you can go unlock one weapon. You know, mm -hmm. um, so I, I had the idea. I was like, okay, well, here's what I'll do is I'll do this as a quote, best early game start guide that shows how to get the best weapon early on the best way to clear the map early on using my technique of, uh, you know, clearing the ambush camps, infestation zones and neuro checkpoints in that order and all that shit. 
And so it's like, okay, well, the best way to do this would be as a live stream so that the audience can also ask me questions mm. while I'm showing these techniques. So it's not just a two hour long video of some asshole showing you how to go pick up one gun. It's a, an interactive experience where people, if they're not clear on something, they can ask me about it. And then for future viewers, those questions and answers are in the live chat. Uh, so people can view the live chat and have all of those questions answered for themselves later on. Uh, so I knew that was the right way to approach what I was trying to do. And I had just just gotten a PlayStation 5 recently. Uh, and I finally had a microphone uh, for the PlayStation. So I knew I could I, I could actually record, stream, and, and speak to the audience at the same time. I was like, well, shit, there's nothing holding me back. Let's do it. Uh, and so I jumped on there and the very first one I did, I went through the whole fucking thing. Uh, it was about two hours of gameplay going to unlock the SMP nine with no microphone audio. The whole thing was no microphone audio. Now I, I, I was still, you know, questions were popping up and I was interacting with the chat by typing my responses, of course. Uh, but there was no microphone audio because on the PlayStation five, there are two settings. There's uh, one setting. You have to go into the PlayStation dashboard and tell it, yes, recognize microphone audio in the live stream. But then you also have to go into the live stream settings and tell it, yes, really use my microphone in this live stream. And I didn't know that. Um, mm. I had actually found it, but just the way it's configured is a little bit misleading. And so I was like, ah, you know what, fuck it. Uh, let's do it anyway. But, but you were able to understand that people couldn't hear you. Yes. Yeah. We, you know, the, the chat was popping up. There were messages popping up in the chat. Hey, we don't have any audio. And I was like, all right, I've tried everything I can think of. We'll just do it like this for now. And I'll just respond to y'all in the chat. Uh, but I had it pulled up on my phone and I was just typing in the responses on, on my phone. So I was still interacting with the audience, explaining what I was doing as best I could. But what I did was I was able to figure out what was wrong. I did get it fixed. So the very next week, uh, I stream on Saturday nights at 8 to 10 p.m. U.S. Central Standard Time. So the very next Saturday night, 8 p.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, I just did it all over again. Uh, with and, actual, but with your shit figured with out. The, yeah, with, <laughs> yeah, with the actual microphone working with uh, with that Sponicus Rex flare on it, you know. Uh, so, um, and that went much smoother. So that, to answer your question, my very first live stream experience was a fucking disaster with no <laughs> microphone audio. Were you nervous ahead of time? Was it exhilarating? A bit of both? Honestly, no. I really don't get that nervous before the live streams. The first time it was frustrating because of the technical issues that I was having. Um, so, I mean, that, the first time was a little bit sloppy, but, you know, aside from that, once you get the hang of it, it's not so bad. Uh, but no, I, I really don't get nervous with it. And that's the way I approach it. If for anybody who's ever been in my streams, you already know this. I really approach it as just, man, we're just a handful of friends hanging out, having a good time. We're just some friends hanging out, playing a video game, having fun together on a Saturday night. And it really is that simple. That's how I approach it as far as my mindset going into it. That's a really nice way of putting it. Let's talk about how do you talk and play at the same time? Because I've tried it and I find it really hard. And maybe it's just because I'm a little bit nervous. Like you say, you come into it with much more relaxed kind of attitude. But do you have any any issues with with like doing both at the same time, like focusing and also because you're reading the chat as well, like you're doing three mm -hmm. things at once. How yeah. do you manage to do all that? 
poorly. <laughs> no. uh, seriously, though, uh, the, the the first question there is, um, you know, do I have difficulty talking while I'm while I'm playing? And no, again, because it is I I fix it in my mind as a relaxed environment. Just a handful of friends hanging out, fucking off, playing video games together, talking shit, playing video games together. Uh, because I I go into it with that mindset and approach it from that direction, I'm really just talking through what I'm doing. You know, whenever if I'm if I'm trying to plan out how I want to approach a particular combat scenario, I'm literally just saying what I'm thinking. You know, okay, I'm going to go over here and try it from this direction. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get to them from this position. I'm going to try to take them out this way, whatever. I'm just talking through what I'm doing. Uh, now, the only time I do have difficulty is, uh, you know, it's like, okay, kids, don't text and drive, okay? When I'm reading the text chat messages that are popping up and trying to drive the bike in Days Gone, seriously, kids, don't text and drive. <laughs> because that's You're going to have I, a bad time. You're going to have a bad time, man. That's I, I, I hit trees, I hit rocks, uh, you know, crash the bike all the time because texting and driving, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, it's... There, there's two things. There's two different ways that I do it. Sometimes I'm, if I'm playing on the PlayStation 5, the chat messages will pop up directly on the television screen. And that's much easier because then it's right there in an overlay on my TV where I really don't have to look away. I don't have to take my eyes off of the road. Uh, but if I'm streaming from the PC, then I have to look over at my phone to view the uh, live chat popping up. And then I actually have to take my eyes off the gameplay. So that's when it gets difficult is if I'm, if I'm streaming off of the, off the PC. Uh, but as far as just following the chat and interacting with the chat and, and talking while I'm playing, it's really not that bad. You know, I'm just approach it like having a conversation while I'm playing video games. Yeah. That's a good way to approach it. Um, so I have, I have a question for you. Uh oh, about, you know, you mentioned crashing your bike and, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit embarrassing. Do you ever run into situations, for example, playing The Last of Us Part Two and trying to defeat the Rat King, <laughs> where you end up dying, where you end up dying a bunch of times in front of an audience, thousands right. of viewers? How do you deal with that? <laughs> so as cheesy as it is, uh, if you're familiar with the HBO series Game of Thrones, Tyrion Lannister, the midget, everybody hates this guy, uh, the way he talks about being a bastard and about being a little person and people ridiculing for it, ridiculing him for that. If you embrace that, wear it like armor, no one can hurt you with it. So for me personally, when I fuck up in the game, crash the bike, do something stupid, die a dozen times. I am the first motherfucker to laugh about it. I'll be the first one cracking up uh, because I'll even say if I'm like, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll kind of segue into a difficult encounter in the game where I'll be the first one who says, all right, let's go in. Let's see what, let's see what happens. You know, what's the worst that could possibly happen. I die in front of dozens of people on the internet. And you know, I mean, seriously, what's the worst that could happen. Let's just go in there and have a good time with it and see, and see what happens. You know, how bad could it possibly be? And what if, what if it does turn out really bad and you actually get stuck and you can't defeat? I'm sure this probably hasn't happened to you, but what would you do if, for example, you were trying to defeat the Rat King and you just couldn't get it? <laughs> what, and like you died a dozen times. Are we still on times. the Rat King, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> 
So actually, that that is another excellent question. Uh, you really have leveled up as a podcast host, haven't you? Uh, so that it, that really is a good question. And the way I handle that, engage the chat. Engage with your audience. Okay. All right. Anybody who's played this mission before, somebody tell me how to get past this shit. Where do I go? What? Tell me what to do. Is Am I supposed to run away here? Is it is this supposed to be a stealth mission? Somebody give me some hints here, man. Uh, and I'll even I'll even hit up some of the folks in the chat. Sometimes I've got a couple of I have a couple of people who are regulars on my channel who I, I honestly feel like we've become good friends. And I'll even ask them like, hey, man, Google this shit for me. You know, <laughs> and uh, so it's it's it, it is it really is a team thing that's that's the way we do it you know uh, and that myself, draws people in as well that, sure that it gets people to engage them. yeah absolutely and you know myself my chat moderator some of the regulars in the stream uh, we have worked to build a a welcoming community that's just fucking fun to hang out in and so it's not a high stress oh you play like fucking noob you know any any toxicity in the comments <laughs> That shit's gone in a heartbeat. You know, we ban that shit in a heartbeat. Uh, so it's not like genuine ridicule. We're just sitting around playing video games and talking shit to each other. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about watching your live streams uh, and, and now taking part in them and being <laughs> right, right, like, right. yeah. Hijacking them. Hijacking them. Yeah. <laughs> being in charge. Um, it is It is a really good group of people that you yeah. have. And it feels very welcoming. And I was kind of worried because I've never really gotten into live streaming before. It's not mm -hmm. something that I've ever really watched. So when you first invited me to to watch your live stream, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know. Like that sounds like a place where a bunch of, like you say, people who are going to be throwing insults about mm -hmm. your yeah. level of expertise or whatever, but it's really not like that at all. Um, which it just is great. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I applaud you for building <laughs> such a good little, another little nice corner of the internet, as yeah. I always like to say. It's not just me. I got to give credit where it's due. You know, my chat moderator, some of the regulars that are in almost every single stream. It's not just me, man. It's the whole community. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of our earliest conversations actually was on, I think the very first episode, the very first podcast episode that you and I recorded together, uh, you had just watched one of the streams mm -hmm. and you were like, no, really? I was amazed at how welcoming and friendly everybody was. And, well, yeah, that's, that's literally what we're working toward, you know? Yeah. Cause there's, there's so much negativity out there. I mean, the fucking internet is a cesspit in you know, in so many ways and that's the days gone sub. We work really hard to keep that as a positive, welcoming place for new players mm -hmm. and new members to the community and my live streams, whether I'm playing, I've actually played one or two games that I really didn't care for all that much, but I still try to keep it positive and, and welcoming to people who want to participate in the community. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. That really is. That's what we're doing. So I just try to keep it simple. All right. Let's talk technical setup. Let's go into the equipment for anyone who's interested in live streaming. What's the basic equipment that you need and what are some of the more advanced things that you can get? Okay. So the most basic thing would be streaming directly off of your PlayStation. Um, if you have a PlayStation and you have internet connection, you can do live streams uh, at its most basic level. If you have a microphone, then you can speak to your audience while you're doing live streams. Uh, so really a PlayStation, a controller, a basic microphone, even just the microphone in your headset 
will do if you have a decent headset. That's and, how I've done a few live streams right. of my own. Very mm -hmm. like low key, casual, sure. not yeah. much going on, just like watching me play for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And it's literally that streaming off the PS4. Mm -hmm. um, it's not even hardwired through, you know, to the internet. It's like <laughs> right. using Wi Fi. So, wi -Fi. Yeah, yeah, so right. the quality is yeah. not great. The, and I just the have bit my little. rate fluctuates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's really like you can do it, but it's very low quality. Um, yeah. But so one thing that you do is you you actually have your PlayStation kind of hardwired to the internet so you can get better quality streams. Right. What that does is it maintains a constant bit rate so that your the data packets being sent over the internet are moving at a constant rate so your picture doesn't get all pixelated and blurry at times because whenever the the bit rate drops then your your image is going to get all blurry and everything mm -hmm. and people will have uh, choppy video on their end uh so yeah to avoid that you just just hardwire the playstation to the uh, router and it's it's not complicated it's not expensive if you are if you own a playstation and you have home internet you can start live streaming it's it's not a complicated thing uh now where it gets more advanced is uh i recently bought a gaming computer had nothing to do with days gone being released on pc mm -hmm. <laughs> to totally unrelated <laughs> coincidence yeah, yeah purely coincidence <laughs> you know not completely unrelated uh, i certainly didn't go out and buy a brand new gaming computer just because days gone was released on pc you know, wouldn't know anything about that. But um, so that did enable me to improve the streams a little bit. And honestly, I don't use as much of the shit as I should be using. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of breaking into it a little at a time, really still just doing it as a hobby, honestly. Um, though my channel has become monetized, it's still really just a hobby at this point. Um, just something I'm doing because it's a passion project, just something I'm doing for fun because I enjoy it. Uh, but streaming off of the PC, you have the broadcasting software that I use. There's an open source, uh, completely free uh, open source software called Open Broadcast Software, OBS. And some of the shit you can do with that is it's way over my head. You know, I've watched dozens of hours of YouTube videos learning how to use this shit. And uh, I'm still not using all of its capabilities. Things like being able to put in overlays and and put in like the fit your own little webcam image in there and, and transition from distant, di different scenes and have different graphics and stuff popping up and, you know, messages popping up every time you get a new subscriber or messages popping up every time, you know, somebody, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. There's dozens of different options. Uh, so, I mean, really, I'm not using everything that I should be. Uh, I have used a lot of the money that I get. My channel is monetized now. Uh, you know, all of my super chat supporters, uh, people that pay into the super chats, people that uh, contribute to my Patreon, all of that money pretty much goes right back into the channel. Uh, I've bought a much nicer microphone. If you can't tell, I'm talking on a really nice microphone right now. And, uh, you know, I've got like the pop filter for it and I've got the nice swivel mounted stand for it so I can swing it around when I'm talking and put it up when I'm not. Um, I've got uh, one of those stream deck gadgets that's it's the grid of buttons that you can set it up to kill your mic, set it up to start your stream, kill your stream, start recording, stop recording, dozens of different things you can do with it. Uh, so there is hardware that's involved if you want to do it well. And then there's stuff like for correcting your audio before it goes live, you know, like a, an interface between the microphone and the PC. Uh, I've got one of those in my cart in my Amazon cart right now. As soon as, as, soon as I got the money for that bad boy, I'm going to be uh, pulling the trigger on that one. Uh, so there, there are things that are involved. If you want to get serious about it, you could probably spend 10 grand 
setting up a real Damn. streaming setup. Yeah, no, I'm seriously, I've priced this shit. It's, you could spend about 10 grand, but that includes the PC. That includes like a top end gaming PC uh, and all the hardware and stuff to really do it professionally, uh, which I'm not at this point. So you mentioned that you, you kind of see it as almost like doing as a, as a hobby, but you, you know, your channel is monetized. Mm-hmm. We hear a lot about successful live streamers making millions. Is there really any money in it? There actually is, if you were doing it right. Um, which again, I work a full-time job. I work a lot of hours at my job, so I don't have the free time to put into it like I would like to, but, um, my, I'll, I'll go ahead and share a little bit, a little bit of information here. My very first check for one full month was almost a thousand dollars. Now that included, yeah, I, I was fucking blown away. I was like, (laughs) what? You got to be fucking kidding me, man. Just now, for playing course, video games on the internet. Just for fucking playing video games and hanging out with your friends on the internet. Uh, but now that is not a realistic expectation of what all of those checks are like every month. That was the first one that coincided with Days Gone being the free game of the month on the PlayStation Plus membership. It also coincided with Days Gone being released on PC. Uh, so just videos that I had already made, like for example, my sawmill horde, no shots fired video. That's my top viewed video with, uh, it's finally rolled over to over one, 1. 1.5 million views. I get a lot of ad revenue off just that one video. So it's not necessarily the live streams, but the actual content that you have created for your channel. Uh, that's where most of my ad revenue comes from is that one fucking video right there. Uh, so there was that money, uh, for the days gone sawmill horde, 500 freakers, no shots fired video, and then some, uh, super chats and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that very first full month check was damn near a thousand dollars. I think it was like $989. Um, so I mean, there is money in it. And if I were to start doing the things like doing product reviews and putting affiliated links in the description for the products I'm reviewing, you know, little things like that. Uh, merchandising and shit like that. Once you start branching out into stuff like that, where you have multiple revenue streams active, uh, either in passive and active revenue streams, like where old videos are bringing in money passively, your current live chats are bringing in money actively. Once you have those multiple revenue streams, there really is money to be made in it. If you have the time to invest in doing all that different shit. And that's the thing is that's when it becomes a business and it's not just you dicking around on the internet playing video (laughs) games. Like you've actually got to work. Yeah, Yeah, it's actual actual work. Um, One of the things about what you do, you know, with with doing all the videos and the live streams about Days Gone, Days Gone is a very small game. Hmm. You know, it's compared to a lot of like more popular games. It's kind of a niche market. But you also have to consider if you were live streaming, if you made your channel kind of more about other games, like more popular games, you're also competing in a more crowded marketplace exactly. because you have other live streamers that are also doing those games. So what's your opinion on finding a niche, finding an identity for your channel? That is actually a fantastic question because there is a method to that. I approach that the same way I approach gaming in Days Gone. We've talked about this before. When I'm playing Days Gone, I I play Deacon St. John as the baddest motherfucker in the room. 
He's going to enter the scene, dominate that scene, and take control of whatever's going on there. So myself, personally, that's how I approach producing Days Gone content. I I realize I'm not the only person that makes Days Gone content that has a lot of views and stuff, but most everybody who has watched Days Gone content has seen Spawnicus Rex. You've come across Spawnicus Rex either on the Days Gone subreddit, you've come across Spawnicus Rex on YouTube videos, uh, you've come across Spawnicus Rex in Days Gone podcast. Everything Days Gone, Spawnicus Rex is present in that. You got your grubby little mitts everywhere. You got my grubby little mitts all <laughs> over all of it. Yeah. Um, but but that is it's the same approach. You know, it's you want to find what you're good at and absolutely fucking dominate it. And uh, you to the best of your ability, obviously. I, I know I'm, you know, just another fucking nerd that plays video games. You know? <laughs> but, Aren't we all? <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, that that is the approach to it. Um, it's kind of like just making sure that if anybody is searching up Days Gone content, my name is one of the names that will pop up, you know, um, because I know it is a niche market. But I do stream other games. But what's interesting is even when I stream bigger name games with a bigger audience, fewer of my viewers are watching that content because some of the games where I, I did like mass effect legendary edition, I did some, uh, cyberpunk 2077. Those are some of my videos with the least views. But mm. if I do a days gone live stream, it's up to hundreds or even thousands of views in a matter of days, you know, yeah. where, where the other ones, the other games that I play never get over more than two or 300 views, three or 400 views, you know? So yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Being known really well for one thing, well, that's what your audience is looking for. Mm. Speaking of an audience, why do you think people watch live streams? Because this is something that I've never really got into before this year. Uh, I knew that people did live streams, but it's never something that I I kind of understood what what the appeal is. It's kind of like watching unboxing videos, you know, where people just like open up shit that they could bought not and possibly like imagine and, something more boring yeah i know to me i'm just like why i could play this game myself <sighs> rather than watch someone else go. play it yeah why do you think people tune in in such large numbers to watch you and other live streamers play games i actually have given this a lot of thought because myself personally i don't watch live streams I don't think I had ever watched a single live stream before I started streaming. Any live streaming that I did watch was purely for research purposes, purely for research purposes to get an idea before I started. Um, but I have given it a lot of thought to, in an effort to make my content more appealing to the audience, I need to understand why the audience is there, you know? Uh, so from what I have been able to gather, there are multiple reasons. The main thing is just that, community environment of hanging out with friends on a weekend playing video games together. There is that, uh, you know, it's kind of like when you and I play days gone together on our feedback loop live streams, we're not really gaming together, but it's still like we're on the couch together, playing that video game, experiencing that video game together. Um, it, it's a very similar experience to co-op, uh, co-op or, you know, uh, couch multiplayer. Uh, and so there's that. And then also some people perhaps were interested in the game, but 
decided not to purchase it because they just weren't sure about it. So instead they watch a live stream to see if, well, is this something I'm even going to like playing? Uh, also perhaps people just didn't have the money for the game at the time. And they're like, well, I was really interested in this game, but I couldn't afford it. So I'm going to, you know, watch somebody else play it so that I can still experience that story. Uh, so there's that. And then there's also, um, you know, people that don't necessarily have time for a lot of gaming, you can put on a live stream and have it playing in the background while you're cooking dinner, you know, while you're doing stuff around the house, whatever you've got, while you're cleaning, working out, cooking dinner, whatever the hell you got going on, you can have a live stream playing in the background and you can, you know, still kind of experience the story uh, and things like that. You know, so me personally, I would rather be the one playing the game but that's why I do the streams instead of watching them. So I have yeah. come to understand why people are attracted to that medium of entertainment. Uh, and it, it makes perfect sense to me now that I'm more involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the one off your, your list that you missed is people who want to experience other games, but they played days gone and nothing <laughs> else is good enough. They just can't bring themselves right, to play right. anything else. So, so they'll just watch, watch you stream else. something else yeah, while they <laughs> yeah. play days gone. Yeah. I'm yeah. sitting here playing days gone, watching a stream of something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any other considerations uh, you want to share anything, any other tips or anything for people who might be interested in live streaming. Honestly, it's like anything else. If you're interested in doing something, fucking go for it. Don't hold back. Don't let that fear of success hold you back from doing what you want to do. Uh, you know, you really just need to reach out there and grab it. If, if you even think, well, that kind of sounds fun. I wonder if it would be fun. Go for it. Don't hold back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I always tell people is I am a big big fan of following your dreams. And I actually talk about this on the crossover podcast, the little bonus episode uh, or bonus three episodes, I guess, of the Days Gone podcast that got released. The first part got released a few days ago. Um, and yeah, my my whole theory is like the reason why I got into podcasting was because I just wanted to do it. I wanted to, to push myself out of my comfort zone and try something new and challenge myself. And I just thought podcasting would be a really fun thing to do. And I had this little voice in my head that said, oh, you can't do that. You're not, you're not good enough to do that. Your voice isn't good enough to be a podcaster. And I just, I heard this voice and I was like, hey, fuck you, little voice. Fuck you. I'm not, <laughs> fuck off, little bastard. Yeah. Um, so that was how, that was, I was just like, fuck it. I'm good. Because I'm telling myself I can't do it. I'm actually going to lean into this and do it. Mm. Um, and this, right. you know, the Days Gone podcast is actually my third podcast that I've, I've done. Um, and I just, I love oh, it. What's your best one so far? Oh, thank you. I, so I agree. I, <laughs> I love doing this podcast. Um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right that if you feel like it's something that you're even vaguely interested in, do it, figure it out. Like just try it and, and see if you like it. Like I tried it on my own. I didn't really enjoy it as much as I was hoping, but I really enjoy doing the feedback loop live streams with you. That's more my kind of speed. Mm, you know, I don't have mm -hmm. to focus on too many things at once. I can talk about the game. We all know I love to talk about the game and I can watch the game unfold and like watch you play, which is always fun. Yeah. I, I like that. That idea of if you want to do it, just do it. Very well said. 
All right, a couple of things before we wrap up. You can support the Days Gone podcast by leaving a review or giving us a thumbs up. That really helps the algorithm do its thing so that more people can find the show. If you have friends who play Days Gone, please let them know about the podcast and maybe give us a share on social media. You can also show your support by heading over to buymeacoffee.com slash daysgonepod, where you can throw a little money in the tip jar if you're feeling generous. That really helps me with the overhead costs of running the show. Rex, you and I can be found doing our collaborative live stream playthrough of Days Gone every Tuesday night on your YouTube channel. And you also have your Saturday night streams. What game are you currently playing? I'm currently playing one that I've been aching to play for so long, Ghost of Tsushima. How are you enjoying it so far? <laughs> Fucking love it. I've only done <laughs> I've only done one episode so far, so I got to play for about two and a half hours or so. Nowhere near as long as I wanted to. Uh, but yeah, in that first two and a half hours, I can tell I'm going to love the shit out of that game. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you as always for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. Yes, ma'am. You heard the lady. Go buy her a coffee. You can email me your thoughts, comments, opinions, and counter-arguments at daysgonepod at gmail.com. You can also find me moderating the Days Gone subreddit. Thanks for listening. Weaver out. <laughs>